Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Hey, good afternoon, and welcome to The Perspective Show with Brian and Kate. Here on Fox News 1450 KZNU, We've been talking about Common Core, and actually, I, I've really enjoyed our, our guest, uh, Sinaway Noriega. This is a, an aspect of Common Core that uh, we don't hear a lot about, and it's, it's all the better because, uh, Sinaway, you, uh, you, come to, you come at this from the angle of uh, being a teacher yourself. Yes, exactly. And, and, and that's the whole point. Uh, thank you, Brian, for asking me that because, um, you know, I come from, so, from a place that really I've, I'm from the inside, but more so than most teachers because most teachers, they're, they're getting this from a top-down uh, system where uh, this is trickling down. They're saying, well, this might not be so bad. This might not be something that lasts or this might, this might be just a new fad and I just have to adapt to it because I have to keep my job and I have to keep my mouth closed or, or the, the paycheck doesn't come in. But I come from, from a place that I've really been a researcher as well. Uh, I have my accreditation in Florida, Utah, Nevada, California, Arizona, and I'm accredited in language, arts, science, Spanish, ESL, and I've taught a, a dozen others. But I've, I've been teaching and researching in, in these Western states, and I've really grasped an inside information as far as what's happened, what can be done, and what are the ramifications really if, if, if nothing is done. So when you hear all the hype and when you hear all, all the, uh, the, the steps to try to side rail you on what's really going on, and even teachers sometimes don't know what's going on, uh, the, the truth is out there and you can find out through government websites themselves what their agenda is. In, in, in the government website itself, uh, the Common Core website, it, the statement was put in there that the Common Core seeks to become a world core. So in other words, it's, it's fashioned around a socialist order where we have the same goals, the same values, the same ideals as, as the rest of the world. And that frightens me, really, because as an American, as, a, as an American here, a U.S. citizen uh, born in New York, uh, I value my freedom. And my values are, are for our nation. I, my values are not for what, what the Europeans are doing or, or what, what China is doing or what any of the rest of the world is doing. My values are here in the United States because I value this and, and, and treasure this land as, as the, the only truly free land in, in, in the world. This is, this is my land, and, and this is why I've done this. Yes, have I, have I received an incredible amount of fire uh, and brimstone <laughs> from I the bet. forces that be? Yes, I have, but I'm doing this because I really care about my children's future, and I'm one of the few teachers out there 
that homeschool their children because I know what's happening. You in, don't meet too many. Uh, that that combination is no. hard to come by. So it, you it homeschool really your kids. And it's because I'm afraid of what's coming. Remember, this is year one in Utah. But as far as Common Core is concerned, Common Core has been around since 2011. Year one in Utah. So what are we going to see next year? I've already seen it in California. And what are we going to see next year? That's hmm. the scary part. We've got a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Hi, I understand that uh, Mr. Noriega is going to be at Barnes & Noble signing books this evening between mm-hmm. 6 and 8 p.m., right. is that correct? That's yes. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentioned that there would be a presentation. Is that, um, I'm sure it's not a two-hour presentation. When would that start? Well, I'm going to be there at 6 o'clock, and that's going to start right at 6. It's going to be about an hour, so it's, it, it'll be good if you're right on time from 6 to 7 p.m., and then I'll get moved to the back of the store where I'll be signing the books. But that presentation will be crucial because I'm going to explain exactly how the government took over our system and what can be done to stop it, and further, what are the implications if it doesn't stop? In other words, if it keeps going on. Uh, implications that are horrible to us as American citizens. Excellent. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Office Depot Office Max has great deals on everything you need to succeed, like stylish furniture and chairs to keep you working comfortably, the latest tech to keep you organized and productive, calendars and planners to keep you on schedule, and cleaning supplies to keep your space spotless. It's the perfect time to stock up on the supplies you need to succeed from the office to your home and everywhere in between. Need it fast? No problem. Place your order at officedepot.com and pick it up in just 20 minutes at your nearest Office Depot or Office Max store. Get creative and earn cash for spring clothes at Plato's Closet. Sell your gently used warm weather styles like tees, shorts, sandals, and more. We pay cash on the spot for gently used styles for guys and girls in their teens and 20s. Go through your closet and sell us the spring clothes, shoes, and accessories that you no longer need for cash on the spot. Turn your spring clothes into cash at Plato's Closet. With 14 locations in the Atlanta area, find your nearest location at platoscloset.com. Thank you. Thanks for the call. What are the ramifications? What do, what do we not see sitting here trying to deal with Common Core as a parent? Everybody's working. They're busy. They're trying to wrap their brains around it. They're not able to. They're sending their kids off to school. What are we going to see in the future? What are the ramifications now of letting this go by and not do anything about it? Well, we talked about it already, Kate, in a, in a small way. But imagine this. Uh, first of all, we don't get to choose what our books are. Uh, when they're talking about the state core and the state core this and that, uh, well, who do we go to if this doesn't stop? If we don't like the curriculum that's in our schools, if we all of a sudden see these books, these, these horrible books appear in our children's backpacks, we don't have the resource to the recourses to to be able to go to the state board of education and say uh w- you either take this away from 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 our children's curriculum or we're going to elect a new state board of education because it doesn't matter if we fire them all uh this the curriculum's not coming at a state level it's coming at a federal level we might as well have state chosen representatives instead Ex- of elected exactly and that's what it's coming to actually i know that's that's uh, uh, a little bit of a uh, of a long shot, but that's what it, what it's coming down to is state is non non elected. <laughs> yeah, why, why even why even go through the process? Hi, caller, welcome to the show. Hi, Hi. Um, I don't even know where to start. 
But um, I also have done tons of research on Common Core, and everything that you said I can back up with my own homework. So thank you. And secondly, my husband is a school teacher. Um, this is um, actually his first year teaching in our school district here, and it will be his last because um, wow. we've been repeatedly threatened by our local um, district for having an opinion um, against what the Utah State Board of Education would have us have concerning Common Core. And, of course, we've never pushed anything in the classroom, but outside of the classroom, um, teachers have a duty as citizens to do what they believe is best for their community, and we hold our um, duty as citizens on every level very, very dear. And it, to us, it's not worth it to have a career where um, our rights are totally um, not uh, recognized. And it's very heartbreaking, and we don't have security or know what's going to happen. But I just think that our story um, and what we've gone through this, this year has been crazy, and people don't expect that. They think, oh, um, really, in St. George, you know? But it's right. on every level, and we don't hold any bad feelings towards anyone at the local level, at the school or the district or even the state, because we understand that they are all victims of a corrupt system. They are. I commend your integrity for walking away. From the federal to the state to the district. It is. And and first of all, hooray to you. I want to say I I am hooray to you. you You are a hero. And that's that's what we need out there. Heroes of the Constitution like you, because this is not about a paycheck. This is not about your job. This is not about standing down and letting the government take over all our rights. You have to be a hero because it's about our freedom. This is the time to really stand up to the system, because if you don't, our implications are great. And just like you found out, I've I've gotten fire and brimstone ever since I I began teaching, but especially as soon as the Common Core came in, because this is not a system of learning anymore. And I got into teaching because I wanted to see the eyes of the children light up when they learn something. But it's no longer about that. It's about the federal dollars. It's about control. And it's about keeping your job. And and that's not what teaching is all about. If you want to get into teaching and do it for that reason, please don't. Please go somewhere else. But if you are a teacher and you stand idly by and watch the collapse of our freedom and the takeover of our education by the federal government, you're, you're not standing idly by. You're, you're part of the problem. And so don't stand idly by. Don't stand idly by. Do something about it. Because right now is the time. If, if we don't do anything, then we'll look back and say, there was a time but that time has passed. Yeah, you got to com- you got to commend the integrity on that. I do, I uh, do. That is fantastic. Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Hey, could the author say? I, I never realized that Bush was a victim on the child. That could he explain what? how it was a Bush on No Child Left Behind? Please. The Bush administration and No Child Left Behind. Is that what you're kind of breaking up? Is that the question you were asking? Well, he left us. Yeah, he. He, 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 I kind of understood a little okay. of the premise of what he was talking about, of how Bush was a victim to it. And, and I know that a lot of people were angry at Bush. But really, if you look at it, 
this goes further back than Bush, and it has been a plan going on for decades. And what's happened is part of the reason, part of the whole plan was to get you and me to be so angry at the Republican Party that we elected somebody like Obama. Right now, people are saying, well, we still like Obama, but uh, you know, he's yeah. not doing so well as a president. How, how does that happen? How, how does that shift in the American view and the American public happen where we can elect somebody that isn't running our country well, in fact, is running our country into the gutter and still love them, love that person? <laughs> it's because right. this plan has gone back many years and the whole purpose of it was to make you hate a Republican president so you would elect the person that they had selected, which was a charismatic person, which was one of these outstanding public speakers that could do these things to your government. Otherwise, you wouldn't have elected them. With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back. The sun won't always be shining, and some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, assigned its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Um, there's, <laughs> there's so much to go over. I don't even know where to start. You were talking about some of the ramifications as far as what books we'll have in the future or where this is sort of headed um, in sort of the socialism ring, if you want to put it that way. Well, well it is. It's, uh, we're, we're becoming a socialist government right as we speak. We have socialist health care, have socialist education. Uh, the government has bought out all our free land and, and, and all, all taken a taken over our housing industry, uh, the car industry, everything. I mean, when you get down to it, government owns 90% of all property. And so when you're looking at it from that angle, what are the ramifications that are to come? I'm going to zero it in to education itself instead of widening it up. What are our ramifications in education? Hold on, caller. Mm-hmm. They are, you don't get to choose what books are, are, are coming out anymore. Uh, it used to be that we could go to the State Board of Education and, and, and say, hey, you know, we don't like this curriculum, but there's nobody to fire anymore because the curriculum comes from the top down in social studies class. In social studies class, a couple of years ago, just when Common Core had been running in, in California for a couple of years, uh, the, socialist, the, 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 the social studies book uh, in California has gay and lesbian rights, gay and lesbian advocates alongside with heroes like Martin Luther King. And so those are the kind of textbooks we're going to see. Remember, this is year one, year one of Common Core here. Wow. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Yes, um, I apologize. I haven't heard the program previous to this, Mm -hmm. but I was wondering exactly what the issues were with Common Core. Okay. All right. Um, Can you give him a synopsis? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you most worried about, (laughs) caller? This is... Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not aware of all the issues, and I don't really understand what what the issues are against Common Core. So I, I would just like oh, there's to so many. We'll, we'll kind of recapsulize a little bit. 
All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the issues are huge. The, the, the main issue is, is is you're not alone out there. Most people have no idea what Common Core is, and if they know a little bit about it, they don't know why. They think it's, it's higher yeah. test standards. Uh, some, Isn't that what they think? Higher test standards. Whatever they hear from yeah. the media, that's what they re- regurgitate back. But that's the whole point: is how can there be a federal system that we don't even know anything about? That's very strange because if, if, if you get down to the nitty gritty, why don't I, as a parent, know what's going on in my school? That's very strange. Second of all, it's the first law ever to pass in the history of the United States, third time I'm repeating this because it's so important, mm-hmm. that has bypassed Congress. In other words, no House of Representatives or no senators voted for this law. And the reason for it is because they wouldn't have. There's no way that the administration could have passed this law with the House or the Senate. They had to go around them, and they did. Which brings us to another point, the template that you were talking about in last hour. Yeah. Well, what a template this has been, right? It is. It is, really. It's, it's, it's for, uh, for keeping the ball rolling in that direction. In other words, first you start out small. Now, even if education is, is on all our minds... It's really the smallest part in the budget in, 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 the, in, in the American government. I mean, it's just such a tiny part compared to everything else. So education, you start out small. Let's see if we can control education and set a template. Now, we do that. Uh, the, some of the founders of the Common Core, the original documents, when they actually passed the Common Core, uh, the statement was, I can't believe we got away with it. That's huge. Because they did get away with it. They got away with passing a national law without Congress. And we're not supposed to have a federal curriculum. Exactly. Now that they've done this, that same template was used in a much bigger scale through health care, through Obamacare. They did the same type of thing. Uh, the collapse of, of the website, the waivers uh, that were granted, the writing of the law and the continuation of the law that was written without Congress. Hey, let's step back and use the original template that went through Congress. Let's use that as Obamacare. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what's happening now. We can, can completely alter, change, and do whatever it is to Obamacare and have, no, have nothing to do with the House or the Senate, which that's what the template is right now. And that's what's happening in our nation. And I haven't heard that before. That's you. That's your research. That's the template. My, that's, that template and connecting Obamacare and Common Core, kind of seeing how they did it and how they'll continue to do things, right? Yeah. And, and that's, on, why, mm-hmm. that, that's why this is exclusive is because in my research, I actually discovered and tied in all the dots because that's exactly what's happened. The government used Common Core as a, a researching, as a template to see, well, can we do it? And they did it. And so once they were able to do that, healthcare was easy. Healthcare overnight. Now that ball is continuing. And what happens if, if, if you bypass the Senate and the House? Aren't they supposed to fund the government? Yes. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you now control health care, the, the most the most money-making institution in the United States, I mean by billions and billions and trillions of dollars, you don't need the House and the Senate. Now, that gives me chills. Listen to that again. You don't need the House or the Senate. And what was Obama's last statement? I'm not going to wait for the House or the Senate. We don't have time for that. I have a pen 
and I have a phone. He doesn't need the House or the Senate to give him money anymore. You just gave me chills. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, great topic today, Kate. Um, and, and your guest is, is fantastic. Um, Thank you. I, you're welcome. I, uh, one of the things that kind of, I want to know kind of your thoughts on, we, we know Common Core is bad in a lot of areas, especially like in Utah, but we seem to have this strange paradox where, like, we know it's bad, but then we have the school district officials here in our local community who, you know, everybody's like, oh, I know him, he's a great guy, she's a great gal, we go to church, we do all this stuff, but they're still complicit in this. And, and that goes to the educators. Now, I realize that's their livelihood. They have PhDs, master's degrees. They've dedicated their life to education. But it, it, what, what do we do to enlighten them, to have them act, or to hold them accountable? What's your solution for that? It, simply this, love for our Constitution. Love for our Constitution over the love for our career. Now, I understand a lot of us take years and years to develop our careers, and that's very important. That's our livelihood, like you're saying. But remember the last few callers where they're, they're leaving the education system because of, of the ramifications that have happened in their life, the actual attacks that have happened in their life. People like that are putting freedom above career, and that's what it takes. It takes a new spark of freedom, a new spark of love of Constitution, because that is what this administration is trying to push down. It's right. trying to push down love of country, love of, of freedom, love of Constitution. It's bringing those things down and making us believe that capitalism is an evil thing. If you're affluent, you don't deserve your money. You got there with the help of other people, as Obama said. You didn't get there because of your 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 hard work. And so he's you didn't bring, build that. You didn't build it <laughs> yeah. exactly. And so he's bringing down our capitalist way of life, mm -hmm. and and that's really what our freedom's all about. Our our competition. If we don't drive. If we don't if we don't compete again against each other, and we're just going to get a paycheck no matter what, then what's the point of competing? And so it's this love of capital. Capitalism, love of country and love of freedom that's going to drive anybody to put that in first place besides a paycheck. And that's so, why Obama's really attacked uh, our, our love of freedom. So what do we do with the school boards, like our local school board here, where we have the, the big, you know, the, the, the superintendent, you know, they're knocking down $150,000, $200,000 a year here locally. They're going right along with it. So they are. What do we do? Well, Especially if they're threatening teachers for not standing right. up for and freedom. They, right. And they yeah, are. Right. Uh, at my last signing, at my last speech, uh, I asked a couple of teachers coming in, what do you think about the Common Core? And they said, I don't like it, but don't tell anybody. You know, this kind of thing. Uh, you know, I can't say right now. Uh, be, be, and they're wow. really afraid. But what do we do? That's an important question. They are trying to make you think that you can't do anything about it. And that's the lie. Don't buy into it. You can go into the principal's office and demand change. You can go into the superintendent. You can grab a group of parents and walk in. You can do it. You can take your children out. You can do what it takes because if we stand up to them, they are in the end accountable to us. Right now they're making, they're making us think that there's nothing we can do about it and they're not accountable to anybody. In my book, one of the chapters is called Accountable to No One. Well, they want us to think that we're 
that they're not accountable to anybody. They're not accountable to you. They're not accountable to your children's future. They can do what they want. But stand up, go to them, go to your representatives, write your representatives in the House and the Senate. There is something you can do about it. The only thing that that we can fail in is by believing that we can't. How can you, how can we, uh, well, what do you think about, let, let's take this call, but I wanted to see what you thought about these parents taking their kids out on an orchestrated day, you know, per, you know, and saying, you know what, we're going to take all of our kids out of school and then we're going to call on a sick day. Hold that thought. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Caller? Hey, so I'm trying to follow this. Mm-hmm. So from what I'm getting is Common Core was created by the Obama administration decades ago to take control of the United States government and one day put Obama in office. It sounds, the way you, you phrase it, it sounds a little bit uh, conspiracy. No, no, that's, that's not no, what happened. I don't, I don't think it's conspiracy. What I'm thinking is if that's the case, we should have them in charge because that's dedication and that's setting a goal and accomplishing yeah, uh, yeah. It's not. That, that's the kind of American way that we should be proud of the problem is everyone else isn't willing to put in that dedication we shouldn't we shouldn't put them down we should actually want to be more like them and and rise to the top interesting point caller go ahead very interesting yes Uh let's 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 go ahead and do that because Mm -hmm. that's the best and most forcitive way to be um i'm right along there with you and hitler and 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 everybody else that has been uh, so charismatic and if you think about it uh Really? It's it's Obama's fault? No, he was the man elected by this organization to put into place because he is the man that was charismatic enough to win our hearts no matter what he did to our nation, no matter if he made our deficit go all the way up to trillions and trillions and and then continuing to do so now as we speak to raise the limit, no matter what he did to our economy and, and, and broken promises and such. They elected a person that would be charismatic enough to win your hearts and continue winning your hearts. But they first uh, constructed it, this, but this plan. first they constructed the plan. And, and that's, that's the scary part about it is the, the charisma. Because if you think about it, think of your world leaders that have been as charismatic as that. And think of this organization as not being Obama's administration, right. but a underlining administration with Obama as one of its little puppets. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Wasn't uh, um, control, state control of education one of the articles of the Communist Manifesto? A state control of education uh, in a wider sense, the state being the country. In other words, the manifesto saying that right. the state, not the state as the United States, but California, but a federal state. When we say state in that manifesto, they're talking about a national or state, the state uh, curriculum. Yes, it was. And that's exactly what we've adopted is a, is a communist uh, education system. Very Yeah, very, very it seems like any uh, nation that can control the education of its people. That's a dream. That's a dictator's dream. Exactly. Now, if you're a communist and a communist system, you take over education, but you also have to have money, remember, to run this. And so that's where the fuel comes in through Obamacare. You have a question. Uh, have any states opted out of it? 
Which are, who are they? Fantastic question. I love that question. Thanks for the call. Uh, there's a handful of states, and you can look them up. Go to uh, go to commoncore.com. But one of them is Texas. Hooray for Texas. <laughs> of course Texas isn't going to opt in for Common Core, Have right? Have they adopted something else, though? Uh, well, you know, they're, they're still running at a free level, which mm-hmm. which that's exactly what the founders of this of, of, of this Constitution wanted. They wanted for our own states to, to say what our children are learning at a local level. And that's what Texas is doing in a couple other states. Uh, just go to commoncore.com and you can you can you can find out which states. But Texas being one of them, of course, right? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Doing good. Um, there's just a few things. What does this affect? How does this affect charter schools? First of all, I'm a I'm a mm-hmm. product of charter schools, and I feel they do a good job at okay. educating the population. Great but are, is this going to affect charter schools at all? Oh well, <laughs> that's 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 the, the, the therein lies the the trick, doesn't it? Because in in my book, I have a, a whole chapter dedicated to charter schools, and charter schools are above uh, the rest of the schools. But let's not forget, a charter school is a public education entity. So in my book, I call them the daughters of the harlot. One of my one of my chapters, and the reason why charters uh, even came to be is because back then, uh, back a, a decade or so ago, uh, parents start and educators start to get fed up with the public education system and the no child left behind system and this kind of thing, and so they they came out. And this was a little bit before, but they came out and they wanted to make their own private institutions. And that's the important part, private. Uh, they wanted to take over their local school districts and uh, really become uh, their own local level system. Well, the answer to that was charter schools. And it was the smartest trick in the book. Uh, the government came in formed these institutions, charter schools, where they said, oh, no, 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 don't go away from our control, but rather here's a charter school. We still own it. They still have to follow our regulations, but you can, we can all pretend that it's a private school. And so what's happened since then is there's been a major squeeze on the private institutions. Here in Utah, we've reduced our number of private institutions by a half in the last decade. And that's an incredible number because what the government is trying to do is squeeze out anybody and make it almost impossible for anybody to have a private institutions. I mentioned universities earlier where they're they're getting the crunch right now to comply with Common Core, something unheard of before in the United States, because the government wants complete and utter control. Teachers are afraid of charter schools. They say they're taking away their 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 education, their their jobs and this kind of thing. But that's that's really the way we are headed in this country. You see, charter schools are the template for the elite system. That's where the elite are going to learn. And the public education system is going to be more of vocational. a side sidetracking you to vocational. How scary and frightening. You know, I we've so enjoyed our time with you, and I wish we had more of it. Um, Sinaway Noriega, he wrote the book, If It's Broken, Don't Fix It. You are going to be where tonight? I'm going to be at Barnes & Noble, the only Barnes & Noble here in St. George. Red Cliff Small. Uh, the Red Cliff Small, yeah. Okay. And I'll be speaking there from 6 to 8. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, from 6 to 7 and signing from 7 to 8. But talking particularly about this subject, the Common Core, and expanding it to really where that's taking us because it is it is even more scary than what it seems the common core is taking us to a place where where we 
can no longer decide our future or our children's future. And what to do about it. Because a lot of people want to know, what can we do? Thank you so much for coming here, and I appreciate your time. This has been fascinating. Thank you so much. A lot for of great, me. lot of great points. Look Same kind up. of thing. Okay. Inspirational, I guess, is what I'm getting Wasn't he at. Wasn't fascinating? Yes. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. I want to go tonight. That was great. Yeah, a lot of information. Good information.